0: Welcome to CouncilCast, News, Bites, and Insights from the Council of Insurance Agents and Brokers. I'm Cheryl Matochik, Senior Vice President of Strategic Resources and Initiatives uh, with CIAB, and I'm joined today with Mike Cormier from uh, Head of Sales and Business Development for RiskMatch. And we're really excited to sit down with Mike and kind of dig into what's going on with the RiskMatch product, um, the market opportunity, and some of the things they're looking at on the horizon. I know lots of our CIEB members have been uh, keen to really focus in on um, bringing data insights um, across their book of business to help identify growth opportunities as well as areas that they can improve and so you know risk Match is certainly a company that um, you know is, is, is making some, some major moves in that in that area so we wanted to sit down and get to the heart of what they're up to Mike why don't you uh, give us a little background on kind of where, you know, the RiskMatch story began and, and sort of kind of where we are today in a, in a quick snapshot.
1: Sure. And first, thank you, Cheryl, for inviting me to speak today. Um, Risk match started with technology development in 2013. Um, the founder, Kabir Sayed, was working on other similar solutions for a large broker and realized that uh, there's an opportunity to start to think about looking at how data and analytics can be used across the middle market broker space. So we really grew up out of the broker area. Um, It's a data and analytics company that extracts data from the agency management systems of our clients. Uh, And then once we have that data, we can supplement it, cleanse it, and create dashboards that point our clients toward opportunities. Opportunities to see some transparency in a market that historically hasn't been transparent and an opportunity maybe to get better business intelligence on their book of business or underlying client activity.
0: Yeah, I mean, this macro layer of insight that you guys are providing, um, you know, as a capability now is certainly available in lots of other sort of industries that we've seen. And why, why do you think, you know, just stepping back to kind of a telescopic view, it's taken sort of so long to to be able to sort of bring a product like this to market to make it work for Uh, brokers and
1: agents? Yeah, it's a great question. I I think one of the reasons is insurance historically has been a very relationship-driven business. Um, And while that's true today, both the broker and carrier side of the equation are yearning for technology that works and allows for transmittal of data and and better insight into what's going on in the business through the insight that can come from data. investment in technology in this industry has probably been lacking. If you go back over the last 25 years, um, there are still remnants of similar or the same technology in place today, um, where many other industries were much more quick to make investments and figure out ways that technology could either transform um, or innovate at at a very minimum what's going on with the way that uh, businesses are touching their customers and interacting with each other. And we're in the early innings of that even today in the insurance space. First match has enjoyed some first mover advantage on what we're doing around data and analytics and there are many other insure tech companies uh, trying to look at ways to be innovative around uh, introducing new technology into the industry, uh, but there's still a long way to go.
0: Now that, that makes a lot of sense and you know, as, as we've been looking at sort of how you know, brokers are using technology and data to improve you know, efficiencies and line of sight into the opportunities with their business, um, you know, there's always, there's always a lot of challenge on their end of, you know, sort of you know, what exactly are we aggregating? And so if you could just go through sort of the, the areas that Risk Match provides insight to the different data buckets um, sure. and the ones that actually you don't address, that would be helpful.
1: Yeah. And, and I think when you think of Risk Match, you should think of it through the lens of the desk broker, the person that's responsible for renewing accounts and producing new business. Um, And what we try to do is put information in that individual's hands that allows them to be able to go from what might be a existing positive relationship to coming across as a trusted business advisor very quickly because they understand what carriers are active in the market for the prospect that I'm talking to. Uh, What are other similar companies doing with their risk management programs? What lines of business are they buying? What are the limits and deductibles of those lines of businesses? What carriers are are in, in the market? What commissions are being paid? So once we understand at a very detailed industry level what other clients are doing, then you can use that information to be able to draw peer comparisons and start to, uh, again, have that trusted business advisor relationship, even if you may not be an expert necessarily in that industry or with that line of business. So we always think about, when we're thinking of data solutions, how we can improve the the experience for the underlying clients of our broker clients. And similarly on the carrier side, carriers are looking, one is, um, they understand what they know, but they don't necessarily know what they don't know. So if there's pockets of activity in the market that they're not seeing from the activity uh, that they're writing, then sometimes we can fill in those blanks. Um, And then certainly what they're interested in is figuring out ways that they can share data with brokers um, and move closer, if you will, to the uh, broker experience as they continue to strengthen the relationships that they have with their intermediaries.
0: So if I understand it right, most of your sort of core customer base right now is sort of regional middle market brokers, correct?
1: We have uh, clients, some of which are in the top 10 largest brokers in the world down to um, probably the 250th largest broker. Many of our broker clients are aggregators that are out in the market purchasing other brokers and agents. Um, and then we're just in the process now of launching a risk match product that will work for the smaller broker, the micro broker, if you will, um, with premium as low as 5 to $10 million um, so that they get some of the same benefit and insight of the data and analytics that our larger broker clients are getting, but at a much smaller uh, size.
0: And so, talk a little bit more about that product, uh, since it's, it's sort of new. Is it is it offering the same capabilities, or is it more of a sort of slimmed down version?
1: No, it is the the process that is expensive for us, and um, is going through the extraction from our large brokers agency management systems, and going through the mapping and structuring, um, and purchasing of third party information to augment the data set. Um, so what we've done is we've utilized a series of machine learning and other ways that where we can do the what we call auto-mapping for small brokers where we don't have the same level of human intervention in creating the dashboards, which allows us to be able to produce them at a price point where smaller brokers can take advantage of them. So the end product looks very similar. It's just the amount of effort that we need to put into getting larger brokers, which are more complex um, and sometimes less well organized because of their size, together takes us a lot longer and is a lot more expensive for us.
0: Gotcha. So just kind of switching to um, the brokers that you're working with, because I know a lot of folks, I think the way that you have it structured, the, the company has access, they, they provide access um, based on who they want to be able to look at different dashboards that are custom tailored. Are you seeing mo- most um, sort of opening that, like what is the process that you're seeing from most let's say focus on sort of the regional middle market broker, how are, what are you seeing most and how they're organizing sort of that, that process of access and how far down is it really going into the firm? Are like account managers and senior account managers uh, part of that sort of normal equation of access or is it really just the producer level?
1: Yeah, and <clears throat> risk match is role-based, so you've correctly identified that um, within the risk match dashboards, if you're a senior leader who has access to all aspects of the relationship, um, then not only would you be able to see the underlying client and transactional elements of of all of your business, but also you would see your total trading relationships with your uh, wholesalers and and carrier partners. Where if you're a desk-facing individual responsible for renewing accounts, you could see the activity of those accounts that you're producing and any of the functionality that RiskMatch has that allows you to be able to see what are good cross-selling opportunities or carriers that are active in the market on those risks so that you can do a very good job in renewing those accounts as well as producing more business. So the role-based nature of RiskMatch allows... Uh, organizations to be very confident in deploying it very widely through the organization. So most of our middle market brokers will start using it for some period of time at the senior management level so that senior management can get accustomed to it and comfortable with what the data is showing. And then very quickly they ask us to help deploy throughout the organization. And that usually includes down through the marketing teams, the producers, CSRs, account owners, virtually everybody in the organization. The way that RiskMatch structures its fees is we have an annual subscription fee that we charge our clients. Um, many software companies charge seat licenses. We don't do that um, by design because we want to encourage widespread widespread deployment throughout the organization. And we now have more than 5,000 users in our ecosystem, both on the broker side and carrier side, uh, in RiskMatch every day connecting on new opportunities.
0: So does that include, so where are you in the product development? Would that include Sort of additions and upgrades that you're making, and, and you'd reprice reprice that annual fee, or will that be sort of some add-on components <clears throat> as you develop the product?
1: Yeah, historically we have not repriced as we've introduced new functionality into the platform. Um, I have to say that you know the the. The best partners that we have in developing the platform have been our early adopter clients, where they've had a chance to use Risk Match and they've come back and said, you know, this is really good, but it would be better if it did this. Mm-hmm. Um, and we heard that and we would run back to our offices and we'd whiteboard out ways that we could achieve what it is that they're looking for. And then we would introduce that functionality across the entire platform, not necessarily asking for more fees in the process. Um, so as the, the platform continues to evolve, We have been able to rethink our pricing structure um, as we've had more success and we've added more clients. But we haven't necessarily gotten to the point where we're charging additional uh, fees as a result of introducing new functionality to the platform. Gotcha,
0: and I and I believe this is right, but uh, that you know, sort of, you know, most of your client base sort of probably started, you know, through the Vertifor network, but that this is available to others (coughs) that are on other AMS systems, you're totally agnostic, correct?
1: That, that is correct. And, and in fact, most of our clients did not start through the relationship that we have with Vertifor. Um, Vertifor acquired RiskMatch in the first quarter of 2017. Um, and at the time of the acquisition, about 50% of our clients were on a Vertifor agency management system and 50% were other. Um, and we continue to uh, be agnostic as to what agency management system any of our clients are using or prospects. Um, so we will continue to work with the entire uh, universe of brokers and and that helps us with our uh, value proposition to the carriers as well because we're not restricting the market or who those carriers ultimately are working with on the broker side.
0: Gotcha. Uh, so how do you how do you guys look at the market opportunity? How big is the market opportunity for you?
1: yeah, there's there's two components to it. there's we're still a fairly early stage company even though we're now acquired by one of the leaders in the the software uh, for our industry, um, risk matches development is still uh, fairly early on. So there's a lot of room for us to be able to grow in just adding more brokers and penetrating the smaller segment of brokers that I spoke about, as well as you know continuing to figure out ways that we can create functionality and analytics that work on the carrier side. So selling risk match as a business intelligence tool to both brokers and carriers, there's still a long runway for us to execute on that. And then in addition to that, the ultimate goal is to make the connection between brokers and carriers and a um, transmittal way of being able to freely uh, transmit the exposure data necessary to price risk from brokers to carriers such that carriers can accept the data in a way that they can easily absorb it and it's efficient for them um, and that brokers can minimize the administration process in filling out multiple applications and really focus on spending more time advising clients instead of filling out applications to figure out which carriers ultimately are the best fit for them.
0: Is, is, uh, are the wholesale brokers a target of opportunity for you as well?
1: They are. So we have um, mostly retail brokers and carriers, traditional carriers, on our platform, but we also um, have some of our brokers own either wholesalers or MGAs, which we can add onto the platform, uh, and we've had a lot of conversations with independent wholesalers and what we can do for them as well.
0: Excellent. So... Who do you guys consider as your biggest competitors right now in space?
1: Well, it's interesting. There's there's probably nobody that competes in all areas of what RiskMatch is doing, but we have um, there are other software providers out there that will be able to articulate what, as an example, carrier appetite might be, or provide industry benchmarking for. Uh, brokers that are out in the market looking to uh, develop risk management programs for their clients, Uh, but they come from different sources. So as I look at the marketplace, RiskMatch, at at least right now, still has a first mover advantage with regard to pulling all of this together into one set of dashboards, which seamlessly weaves the transactional elements of their data, the agency management system data that we extract, with the insight that we can get from now having $80 billion of uh, premium on the platform.
0: Do you connect into the customer relationship management systems or no?
1: Right now, all of the data that we extract is from the agency management systems. We don't take any data from any other sources.
0: So no loss data, no exposure data?
1: We, if there's exposure data in the agency management the system, we system. take it, but we do not have lost data. Um, and it's important to know also that we don't take any data from carriers. The currency of risk match is the data from the agents and brokers, agency management systems. But we can see and understand with a high degree of detail carrier activity from the fingerprints that they leave in the agency management system. So if a carrier writes a hog farm in Tennessee and then a hog farm in New Jersey and a hog farm in Massachusetts, we will imply that that carrier has an appetite for hog farms because we see multiple instances of them doing the same activity across the agency management systems of our clients.
0: Excellent. Um, so, sneak preview, like moving forward into you know 2019, you know, is there any new functionality or uh, new uh, sort of developments on the horizon with the product that you'd like to talk about?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I'll, first I'll answer that by saying we're always thinking about how we can extend the value of the platform and use data provocatively to be able to provide our clients either workflow efficiency or ways to point them toward opportunities. Uh, but more specifically to your question, there's a lot more we can do on the employee benefits side. We're extracting a lot of benefits information from the agency management systems of our clients, um, and increasing the quality of the benefits benchmarking um, and being able to start to identify cross-selling opportunities between benefit clients and P&C clients is high on the list. And then going back to something that we talked about earlier, which is you know perfecting what it is that we're doing in the small. Agency space from a segment perspective will be a key initiative for us going into 2019 as well
0: Have you been able to with some of the core fundamental clients that? Um, became risk match partners early on to quantify sort of the growth revenue that they've been able to Sort of capture through the risk match pot. Are you tracking a lot of that?
1: Yeah, it's a great question one of the things that I, my my um, The beginning stages of my career, I was not with a software company. I was with one of the large brokers for most of my career. Um, and It's interesting now being uh, part of a software company where we can actually, with a high degree of visibility, see how our clients are using the product and start to measure the value that it's creating within their organization. So we have uh, engaged an outside consultant to help us with essentially what is a return on investment tool um, where now, with a fairly small amount of uh, key inputs around number of producers, amount of premium, um, you know, number of wholesalers, number of carriers, we can start to identify and anticipate, predict, if you will, the amount of value that our clients are going to get or our prospects will see in the first year that they're using the tool. Uh, and the results so far have been pretty dramatic in, in so far as us being able to create significant returns based on the uh, fees that we're currently charging.
0: Well, thank you. I mean, this has been a really good look at, you know, sort of the inside uh, lens on what risk match is up to and what your plans are, and really just appreciate you, Mike, sitting down with council and council cast today and sharing those thoughts. Appreciate it.
1: I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Thanks.